It just feels like we're completely overrun and we've lost control of everything. At least I know that, that, that here it's, you're helpless. You're helpless. And, and those people that say that we don't have a problem, you come live in Eagle Pass for a few weeks and you'll see it. And you'll understand how awful and insecure it feels. I've been a member of the community for over 50 years. I'm a second generation owner to a barbecue business in town that it's called the Wagon Wheel. We are off the main highway. I also have a property as well that's been in the family for over 26 years. And I've just not only has my business been broken into and ran, ransacked, it's just the insecurity now, you know, you don't feel safe at home anymore. I worked alongside my father um, for 19 years. One break-in in 25 years. From February to now, I've had five. I, 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 I don't know how to secure my building enough to keep these people away. All right, people, I'm Dave Rubin. This is The Rubin Report. It's September 20th, 2022. We're live streaming on Rumble, YouTube, and Blaze TV. Subscribe if you have not already. Uh, and the reason we did that cold open, you know, usually I go for a kind of silly or funny or meme-worthy cold open. Uh, but I saw that clip going viral yesterday and then into this morning. It's a, it's a Fox Nation clip talking about a border town, Eagle Pass, Texas. Uh, and they're telling the story of the people there that are having their towns overrun by illegal immigrants. These are stories that you will not hear anywhere in mainstream other than on Fox. And these are certainly stories that you will not hear on, uh, or you will not hear any Democrat or progressive politician talk about. So I thought that was an interesting way to frame a little bit of today's show because it's like, man, we had, we had three days of absolute insanity because 50 people got to Martha's Vineyard uh, and quickly 150, in effect, soldiers, National Guard, kicked them out. The Martha's Vineyard people didn't want them. We didn't have the resources. Chuck Todd talking about this island with no infrastructure. We've got to help these people. Uh, but there is real damage happening to real people. So I thought that was an interesting way to just start the show today because what I want to really talk about today is the, the two directions that the country seems to be going in right now. And one is a direction roughly of sanity, clarity, something based on fact and reality. And one is completely insane. And we are all gonna have to decide which, which of those roads that we're gonna go down. I suspect that you and I are gonna go down the same road, but a lot of people just aren't. Uh, and speaking of people that aren't and that have been leading us down that road of insanity, uh, Gavin Newsom, California governor, Gavin Newsom, I'm putting money in the jar. Uh, there are some insiders saying that he is getting ready to run for president, that basically he knows Biden isn't gonna do it. You remember he showed up at the White House when Biden was off in Europe a month or two ago, and that he is pretty much gonna push Biden out and then use Kamala as his number two. Uh, that will be in stark contrast to say perhaps a Ron DeSantis running for president, but that is the split. It's not just about the two guys, it's about the ideology and maybe, maybe that is just the fight that America has to have. It has to have the, are we gonna be California or, or are we gonna be Florida? Maybe that's the fight America has. That's what we're gonna be talking about today. Oh, and real quick, uh, after the show today, I am pre-taping 
tomorrow's show, which will be a Q&A live at 11 o'clock as always, taped live, and then we put it live, something like that. Uh, and then I am off to, we're going, dare I say it? We're going to Los Angeles tonight. Uh, I am doing Bill Maher's podcast tomorrow. I'm going to do some stuff with PragerU during the day. Uh, I'm doing the Fighter and the Kid podcast with Brian Callen and Brandon Schwab. Uh, but the, per the main purpose of the trip uh, is to do Bill Maher's podcast. We will see what we get into. I am looking forward to talking to him. I'll try to red pill him a little bit more. I know they don't want it to be fully focused on politics. They want it to be kind of personal because it has to be obviously a little bit different than, than the real-time show. Uh, but I have my marching orders that I've given myself. And I look forward to chatting with the guy who I've admired a lot all the years. And although we have some political differences, it really doesn't matter. And hopefully we can make something really, uh, really worthwhile come out of it. And maybe it'll start a continued back and forth. That's what I would really hope for more than anything else. I don't think I'm going to walk in there and, you know, he's going to walk out like, I'm moving to Florida and I'm voting for DeSantis. I don't think we can, we're going to quite get there, but we might get to a place where it's like, you know what? For an hour and a half, two hours, we had a pretty good conversation. You're a decent guy. I'm a decent guy. We, we were very similar, say, a couple of years ago. Gone in our different directions, so to speak. But, but the, the base of what we want is kind of similar. And we should continue with these conversations. So that is my hope. And then I will be getting on a red eye. And Thursday morning, I am dinging the bell at NASDAQ. That's right. Rumble, as you guys probably know, if you watched the show yesterday, if you're in the financial world. Uh, Rumble, and of course, uh, we started Locals. Locals eventually merged with Rumble. Rumble is now a publicly traded company on NASDAQ, R-U-M. So we'll be drinking a lot of mojitos over the next couple of days. Uh, and free speech has gone public. Um, and I'm very excited about that. So pretty freaking cool. You know, I had this idea three years ago about creating a little tech company so I could get off the pipes and, and just within three short years, and it was a freaking hell of a lot of work, getting investors, building tech, dealing with the free speech issues, the legal issues, the headaches, all of the stuff. Uh, but Rumble is now public and I'm, and I'm dinging the bell. So uh, I'm really psyched about that. That's at 9.30 a.m. on Thursday. Oh, and then uh, we're live at 10 a.m., right? Yes, we are live at 10 a.m. I think we're gonna do about a two-hour show live from the NASDAQ floor. We'll see who, what guests I can get. And uh, they've got an awesome studio there. Should be really cool. So anyway, a lot of good energy around here. I'm feeling good about the world. I know there are little headaches, but it's all going to be okay. Uh, let's talk about Bullion Max and then we'll get to it. Uh, you know, as inflation surpasses highs not seen in 40 years, the value of the dollar is decreasing with every passing day. You're paying more at the pump, the grocery store, for cars, for housing. Face it, paper money is worth less. Friends, the time couldn't be any better for my new sponsor, Bullion Max. Bullion Max is a direct-to-consumer precious metals retailer who can help you diversify into gold and silver. It's a hedge against inflation. It's also security for your family in times of crisis. And here's why I love Bullion Max. They're owned by veterans in the precious metals space, offer some of the lowest prices on the internet, and they make it so easy to buy directly from their website. I want to help you get started, so I worked out a special offer with them just for you. Go to Bullion Max, get Bullion Max's silver starter kit at employee pricing. Just go to bullionmax.com slash Dave. This kit includes five of the most desirable silver products to invest in, including a silver American Eagle and a silver Australian kangaroo. This offer is limited to just one per household. So get yours now. Go to bullionmax.com slash Dave. And now back to me. Okay, so let's get to it. Lizard man, Gavin Newsom, a man who has done nothing but destroy everything he touches, although he personally gets very wealthy and gets his houses and estates and wineries, but he destroyed San Francisco as the mayor, has destroyed California as the governor. 
Well, now it looks like he is going to push Joe Biden out and he will run for president. We've got some info from the New York Post. California Governor Gavin Newsom is undeniably, unequivocally preparing to seek the Democratic presidential nominee in 2024, nomination in 2024, if President Biden decides not to run for a second term and is poised to take on Vice President Kamala Harris, according to report on Monday. Newsom, who recently challenged Florida's Republican governor, Ron DeSantis, to a debate over his sending 50 migrants to Martha's Vineyard, plans to make an announcement after the midterm elections once the president relays his intentions, the rap reported. No ifs and or buts, he will run if Biden does not, a leading California fundraiser told the outlet. So first off, I wanna start just broadly talking about what's going on here. I, I, when this came across my desk this morning, I thought, well, should we run this story because it's a little bit of political conjecture and you know a source said this and blah, blah, blah. This feels legit to me. This feels fully legit. Even if you just go back to a day or two ago when Joe Biden was on 60 Minutes and they did that very highly edited interview, uh, it's clear that he is not sure if he's gonna run. I still, for I said it that when he got inaugurated and I still believe it, I don't think he will even make it to the end. I think it's broken down much faster than people thought. And I also think, and, and this one is a hope on my part, I want that red wave to be so strong. I want the Republicans to get back the House and the Senate. And I believe it should and will happen, barring COVID-9, monkeypox, zombie apocalypse, dropping a nuke on Ukraine, you know, like some of the crazy stuff they can do. Um, but if the Republicans do really well in the midterms, which again, as you guys know, in the off years, the off election years, the, the incumbent, the presidency, uh, always does poorly. Their party always does poorly. It happens to everybody. They will need someone to blame. And then they will all just look at old Joe Biden and they will just say, Joe, you're done. We got to blame this on somebody. And guess what? Then they will become more radical. And that's what Newsom is banking on. The party will become more radical because who would you want? If you were becoming more radical, more communistic, more Marxist, more big government, more high taxes, more gender nonsense, more all the stuff, well, who would be perfect for that? It would be a lizard man from California. So what are some of the things that Gavin Newsom has done wrong? Well, one thing is he got rid of 350,000 people that fled California in 2021. And that was, of course, the second year in a row that California had a net loss of population, which it had never had uh, before Gavin took over. Uh, but he also got everything wrong during COVID. And I thought this would be a nice time to remind us of some of that. And that's why we recognize our responsibility to do more. And that's what we are announcing here today, a statewide requirement for in-person instruction for all of our children to add to a well-established list that currently includes 10 vaccinations and well-established rules and regulations that have been advanced by the legislature for decades to add to that list the vaccination uh, for COVID-19. We intend to do that once the FDA has fully approved the vaccine, which will give us time to work with districts, give us time to work with parents. Okay, so that was in October of 2021. Now, Gavin Newsom, who was closing down schools even before that while sending his own kid to private school that was left open and his kid wasn't wearing a mask there, he was demanding that all the public schools mask their kids and get 
you know, get the injection. And of course, we now know that it basically did not work and that there was no reason for kids to have it and all of the stuff. But he loves state power. That's all this man loves more than hair gel. He loves power and he loves, I honestly believe he loves ruining things because I don't think you could look at his history, look what he did to San Francisco and look what he's done to California and think, boy, I'm doing a heck of a job. But that's Democrat privilege. You can screw up absolutely everything. The media will love you for it and you will get a better and better job. Uh, Here he is clashing with a reporter over some of his, uh, let's just say, unscientific policies. Question is, what's the po- we understand the justification for masking. So but my no, question but I, is, what's the point of mandating it if there is no enforcement, if there's no teeth? So as it relates to the Omicron variant, and I want to get to your point, I, I answered it succinctly by saying I have more faith than you do in the capacity of people to do the right thing. So that's the response. I'm now broadening the response because I think it deserves uh, a more comprehensive response. Okay, I'm not even going to show you the comprehensive response because the first part of what he said there was the evil part, that he has faith in people. No, he does not. Everything he has done was to shut down people, force them to wear things, force them to inject things, you know, crush businesses, everything. He he has no faith in people. He has faith in himself or something like that, I suppose, uh, but he has no faith in people. Uh, Of course, let's not forget, he was also dining at French Laundry, perhaps the most expensive restaurant and exclusive restaurant in all of the United States up in Napa Valley, uh, with lobbyists. Uh, They spent $12,000 on booze at the height of the pandemic. Uh, He is just an absolutely awful human being. And this seems to be the direction that a portion of the country wants to go. And now, why would it be that a guy who creates such destruction, who ruins so many lives, Uh, who seems so deeply inauthentic. I mean, if you thought Trump was smug, if that's what they thought about Trump, that Trump is smug, this guy is the smuggiest in smug town, okay? But why would certain amount of people be bamboozled by this sort of thing? Well, it's because a certain amount of people are NPCs. These are non-playable characters who can't think for themselves, so they watch The View. We need somebody who can get the country back on, on, Line in line, yeah. Because well, it's like, you know it it if you can name me a Republican who has a shot, yeah, to do that. That's what I'm more interested I, I in because not, Jeff, I think it'll Jeff, Jeff Santis. I, I hope it's not Jeff Santis over in Florida because I think he's what a fascist. What do you call him, Jeff Santis? Jeff I think I think he handled COVID miserably. I think he's a fascist and a bigot. But yes. I uh, those are his good points. Those are his good points. <laughs> exactly. But but I do think there are plenty of, you know, um, Democrats that, that have uh, tons of verve and energy. I mean, I like Gavin Newsom because he's really pretty to look at. And I think he does a great job in California. How many of you just barfed? Connor had a little, little vomit that he just swallowed down, even though we've shown you that clip before and we played it for ourselves right before the show as we did our run through. That woman is so unbearable. But I don't want to make this about Sonny Hostin. I want to make this about the ideas that she's talking about there. First off, you just call him Death Santis. You just call him the guy who kept the state open. The guy who has the second oldest population in the United States. I don't know if you know this. If you ever saw the Golden Girls, a lot of old people in Florida. And their rates of COVID and death and everything else were basically on par with California. He fought to make sure people could go to work and not ruin kids' lives and everything else. I can tell you, in case you don't know it, you all know how much I love Florida. Everywhere I go here, there is such appreciation 
for this guy. There is such a zest for life here. It is the fact that I'm going to LA today. It's kind of funny, but this is the show we're doing today. I'm going back to Cali, to LA tonight. And I just know, I just know for all the joy that you see in people's faces here, uh, that it doesn't exist there. Cause I went back a couple months ago and it was a nightmare dystopian awfulness. Whose idea was this trip? It was your idea. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so, okay, he's, and then she, you know, casually, he's death Sanders. he's a fascist and a bigot. Yes, he's a fascist. He wants to use state and corporate power together to stop people. That's literally what the Democrats were doing with COVID, right? You were literally trying to join, have the federal government force companies to inject their people with a experimental drug. That is the, the most fascistic thing that I can think of. That is a, a Philip K. Dick level sci-fi fascism, okay? Uh, and he's a bigot. I mean, it's just, these things are meaningless. They are absolutely meaningless. He is not a bigot. He is not a homophobe or anything else. You may not like him because you don't like functioning people who care about America and care about freedom. What is she like? Well, Gavin Newsom's very handsome. He's not handsome. He's gross. I, I cannot imagine much more gross. He's gross. He's absolutely disgusting. Let's talk about real estate agents I trust, and then we'll continue. Uh, you guys know that buying or selling a home is already one of the most stressful things you can do, and it can be way worse if you're not working with the right agent. Generally, generally speaking, our homes are our biggest investment, which is a ton of responsibility, and you need an agent who takes that seriously. That's why I recommend real estate agents I trust. They work with only the best agents in every market. They do their homework, talking to every agent before inviting them to join their network. And here's a big one. They only work with full-time pros, no part-time or inexperienced agents. They make the introduction and then they follow you through the buying or selling process to make sure that you're satisfied. The agents they work with have long track records. They're the best sellers in the field. They're part of this audience. They share your values and they're almost anywhere you wanna go. Head on over to realestateagentsitrust.com today. Give them some basic info. They will contact you, make an introduction to an agent in your town. You will leave California. You will move to Florida. You come on over and I'll make you chicken parm. How does that sound? Okay, so Gavin Newsom clearly planning to give Joe Biden the boot. Joe Biden is dead man walking, it, no matter what, right? He either breaks down on his own or they just have to take him out after the, the disastrous midterms, and even if the midterms go well, it's just, it, he's done. He's obviously done. There is a, a Jimmy Carter-esque feeling to the entire Biden administration right now. So Gavin Newsom wants to get in, and what by, it's just so incredible. Like, think of the balls on this guy to, to so obviously have destroyed so much, right? Even if you talk to a sort of just kind of brainwashed average Democrat in California, there's very few people who think Gavin Newsom has done well. Uh, people do vote for him for some reason. The machine just has them very confused and they seem to like high taxes and getting no return for it and all that. But that's one direction the country can go in. And then I started talking about the other direction. The other direction is clarity. The other direction is law and order. The other direction is, uh, I don't know, kind of pro-America, pro-individual rights and pro-freedom um, and uh, not injecting all of our children with stuff when you don't know what it is. Uh, you may remember this one from Ron DeSantis. 
and what was right. Now people are doing, looking at the, the research, they're saying, oh man, the masks uh, will hurt the kids. Now we, we banned the masks in Florida um, uh, with, with the legislature, with the Parents' Bill of Rights and, and, and other actions, but you know, the reality is that was not grounded in data. It was not grounded in evidence. They lied to us about the mRNA shots. They said if you take it, you will not get COVID. That is false. That is not true. And they continue to say, even now when the evidence is so overwhelming, uh, that not only is that not true, people that have multiple boosters, you know, you're, a, you're definitely at risk of getting it. There's no question about that. So, so it's just time and time again, I think you've seen ideology placed over, over data and evidence. Okay, so everything he said there was true, right? You know it, I know it, I know you know it, you know I know it, they know we know it, and some idiot's gonna still vote for Gavin Newsom. Well, the system right now is absolutely freaking out about Ron DeSantis. I, again, I have no idea, genuinely no idea if he's gonna run for president. I know this guy loves Florida, I know he's got, a, he's got to, and he will crush it in his reelection, uh, which is coming up basically in a month from now uh, here in Florida. Um, I have no idea what his plans are, but you can feel the machine. We've shown you the New York Times Magazine piece on him. You can, there, there's all these stories now, and on CNN every day, they're trying to pit him against Trump, and now he's even worse than Trump, right? This is the move. Just don't forget it. The move is DeSantis is worse than Trump. Trump was, you know, he was mean, and he was a bigot, and he was racist, but he was kind of incompetent, and, you know, he was eccentric. That's what New York Times called him yesterday. But DeSantis is all the bad things about Trump, and he's functional. So he's doubly evil, evil to the max. So they really want to take out DeSantis. So here is a video. This is from yesterday. This is a Texas sheriff by the name of Javier Salazar in Bexar County. And he has uh, no love for Ron DeSantis. And he's going to investigate that Ron DeSantis dare sent those uh, illegal immigrants to Martha's. We are opening up a case uh, with an investigation with regard to the suspected uh, activities involving the 48 migrants from Venezuela that, as we understand it at this point, the facts of the case at this point, 48 migrants were uh, lured, I will use the word lured, uh, under false pretenses uh, into, into staying at a hotel for a couple of days. Uh, they were taken by airplane. At a certain point, they were shuttled to an airplane uh, where they were flown to Florida and then eventually flown to Martha's Vineyard. Again, under false pretenses is the, the information that we have. Then what, from what we can gather uh, for nothing, for little more than a photo op, video op, and then they were unceremoniously stranded in Martha's Vineyard. Uh, Okay, so this guy is a clown. This is completely ridiculous. Nothing's going to come of it. You don't need to know his name or anything else. But what's interesting is that he's saying that they were lured, that Ron DeSantis set up his trap to send them to evil Martha's Vineyard. I don't know why the people of Martha's Vineyard wouldn't have wanted a little diversity in Richmond, but okay, let's just put that aside. They were lured. And that's what he's upset about. But shouldn't this guy be upset that our administration, which has basically told people to come here, basically said that the border is porous? This is what all the immigrants that are coming through, they say it on television. They literally walk through the border and they're like, Joe told us to come. Hey, uh, shouldn't he be upset that that was the luring? That by not having a protected border, we are either in fact or de facto telling people to come over? That would be the issue. But anyway, you can see this. You can see what's happening here. They really want to take out DeSantis now because DeSantis, unlike 
virtually every lefty politician, but most Republicans too, DeSantis does what he says he's gonna do. He said he was gonna do this. You bring them here, we're gonna ship them out. And we're gonna ship them to DC and New York and Martha's Vineyard and everything else. And the guy got 12 million freaking dollars in the state budget with the, de with the Democrats signing it to do just this. And that's why they're freaking out because he's, uh, he's Trump, meaning he's racist, but he's incompetent because he gets the money and he gets them to sign off on it. Well, he's not taking the criticism lying down. We've had millions of people Millions of people come across illegally since Biden has been president. Did you see any spasms from the media because there were all these illegals coming across the border for the last almost two years? No, you didn't hear anything. Did you hear when you had migrants dying in the Rio Grande River or 53 migrants dying in a trailer in Texas? Did you hear a big, no, I didn't hear very much at all about it. When you have criminal aliens that have gotten across the border and those criminal aliens then go and victimize American citizens, do you ever hear anything about that by these folks? No. When you have a record number of fentanyl deaths because of the fentanyl that is pouring across the border, do you ever hear the gnashing of teeth over that? I don't. It's only when 50 illegal aliens show up at a very wealthy spot called Martha's Vineyard that advertises itself as a sanctuary city. So they hit the jackpot to be able to be in the wealthiest sanctuary jurisdiction in the world. It's pretty great. It's pretty, pretty, pretty good. Okay, so now let's shift to how the media is reacting to this. Because I think, and I said last week when this whole story was breaking, I loved this Martha's Vineyard story because it is a perfect red pill moment. The stark difference between people who believe in laws, people who believe that if you say something, you do it, and people who just put up signs on their lawn and actually don't stand by any of it, which is exactly what the people of Martha's Vineyard did, which is exactly what the corporate press does, which is exactly what all the Democrats do, et cetera, you got it. Now, I usually call MSNBC uh, the televised mental institution, but after watching the clip that I'm about to show you guys right now, I wanna call it the Muppet News Network. Uh, here they are talking about Ron DeSantis. How can any of this be legal, Ellie, under Florida or federal law? Well, it shouldn't be. I think we need to start there. First, I don't wanna you know, give people false Hope. Not every evil, sadistic, twisted, bigoted, racist thing these people do is illegal. Some of those yeah. evil, sadistic, racist, bigoted things are just allowed in this country. This is a country that has cut its teeth on the forced or coerced relocation of non-white citizens throughout American history. This ain't new. When Joe Biden says that it's un-American, nah, sorry, Mr. President, this is strangely American, using uh, uh, non-white people, weaponizing them, um, and carting them around the country. This is what this country has done in the past. That guy, he's half uh, Dr. Emmett Brown from Back to the Future, half what? Give me something, like half, uh, whatever, it doesn't even, I'm nothing I say, it doesn't matter, you get it, it's just so ridiculous. Okay, so anyway, you have people watching that program, not many people, but you might know someone that's watching that, and I think you have to do what the long line of people did in the original Airplane movie. If, if someone 
is watching that. They're, they're not well. And you have to line up and you have to smack them across the face. You have to slap them and, and smack some sense into them. That's what you have to do. Um, but it's interesting because they're, they're in a complete meltdown. And of course, it's just ra racist bigot and it proves that America's racist and bigot and somehow Biden's even a racist bigot and the whole thing. But then what happens is, and this is why this story is so great, even people who generally certainly are not Republicans or conservatives and who don't really understand these issues, suddenly something starts seeming a little off about this whole story. Because if this was a sanctuary city that loves diversity, then you'd think they would have just welcomed them in and everything else. But they literally kicked them off the island within 24 hours. They were out on the streets upset that these people had come here, okay? There were Facebook groups that were blowing up about this. It was nuts. So anyway, there's this guy, Charlemagne the God. I can't keep calling him that. Whatever his real name is, I don't think he's a real God, but he's a guy on, he's got a Comedy Central show. We've, we've uh, played some clips of him before. Uh, he's certainly not a concern. You know, he's a lefty basically, but so I would guess some sort of like disgruntled lefty, something like that. Uh, he had his panel on, on Comedy Central, uh, talking about what's going on here with DeSantis and uh, the Democrats. Months, Republican governors have sent busloads of illegal immigrants to sanctuary cities like New York, D.C., and Chicago with the message of, if you like them so much, they're yours, okay? Well, just in time for Hispanic Heritage Month, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis upped the game by sending two plane folds of immigrants to the East Coast elite's favorite vacation island, Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts. I personally think it's genius. But I wish that governors like Ron DeSantis and Greg Abbott would give Democratic governors and mayors more of a heads up, because then that would expose the hypocrisy of the Democrats, which is they don't want immigrants here either. All right. So I honestly don't know who those panelists were, but like, you know, I know how hard people work. If you're if you're in the biz, like I know how hard people work to get to be a panelist on a show or to get a show or, you know, to sit there and have someone put makeup on you and sit in front of the lights and have people applaud for you and everything else. Look, to get all the way there and then to be so miserable while you're there, it's just, it's just the perfect end result of leftist thinking. So Charlemagne basically gets it. He says this thing's kind of good because it's exposing that the Democrats don't believe any of the nonsense they're kind of spewing. Now, I, he probably still thinks DeSantis is racist or a bunch of other bad stuff. So I'm not making this that, that he fully gets it. Uh, but the way they just sit there and they have, they have really nothing to say because the Democrats don't care about illegals. The Democrats, if the Democrats cared about illegals, you would be for a strong border. Everyone that is here in this country, if you look back at your lineage, right, virtually everyone that is here, their families came here and hopefully came legally with nothing, made a better life, their kids are better off, the grandkids are better off, et cetera, et cetera, and that still is possible. Um, but if you are just for allowing anyone to come in, do whatever they want, bring whatever culture they want, whatever, all of the stuff, all of the crime that comes with it, and then be on the, the dole of the system while your main driver of your political ethos is that the system is evil at the exact same time, that is a recipe to destroy a country. So I don't know how you can frame this in any other way than the people that are really in charge on the Democrat side want to destroy the country. And actually the rest of Biden's policies in terms of energy and everything else would kind of indicate that. Um, but the point of showing you that clip, and I don't know who's watching Comedy Central anymore, is that there is a little bit of it bubbling up. Right? That's a little bit bubbling up into corporate, Comedy Central is just corporate Viacom programming. And what they're showing you on there is DeSantis isn't pure evil. Maybe he wasn't fully there on that. 
Uh, but the, the Democrats do suck on illegal immigration because they don't care. They don't care, which is why I started with that cold close today as well, or that clo the cold open today, right? Because the cold open was about a border town and nobody cares about that border town, but they care when it shows up to the, we believe in science, look, we put it on our lawn people. So now let's bring it all home because I am going to Los Angeles, California tonight. I'm going back into the belly of the beast. I'm leaving the free state for 48 hours and I'm going back to California to talk to Bill Maher. So on Bill Maher's podcast, uh, which is called Club Random, they film it at his house. That's where I'm headed tomorrow. Uh, Woody Harrelson, you guys know actor Woody Harrelson of Cheers and many other things over the years. He's a big pothead and he and Bill were smoking some pot and talking about government and pharma. And what I think is interesting before I don't want to lead it too much, but what I think is interesting about this is, hmm, a couple potheads sitting around realizing that the government doesn't really do anything good. I like it. Most Americans would not normally trust the government with helping them. You know, like, what does the government actually do to help you? And they don't trust they help. They help big corporations, industry, all the people that got, you know, got those people into Congress or ultimately to become president. Those people all got to get taken care of. They don't trust the CDC, Americans. We have the polling on this. Is that true? That is true. Okay, and so here's the CDC promoting that we have to do all of these things, right? I just, I don't like profiteering in war, you know? Right. Think of the billions of dollars that have gone to big pharma. But I'm, I was getting back to my original point. The last people I would trust with my health is big pharma and big government because neither one of those strike me as caring entities. Hothead Woody from Cheers making some sense going the libertarian route. And these are two guys who I, I think Woody probably also lives in LA, I would guess, probably lives in California. Uh, but Bill's obviously right in the heart of LA and Hollywood, that whole thing. And they're, they're getting it. Oh, people don't trust the government anymore. They don't trust the CDC and everything else. Now, again, Bill was for some of the lockdowns, I think, at the beginning and for masks and vaccines and all of those things, I think. And I don't even need to fight about every little thing with him, but I'm going to sit in that very chair tomorrow and we'll talk about some of this stuff. But the point is, uh, what, what do people have to see at this point to realize that the government does not work for them. And there is one set of political, we have two politi main political parties. One set is just about expanding the power of that thing. And one is just this imperfect, usually pretty bad version that is not really all for that. And sometimes can actually do some really good stuff like here in Florida. That's kind of where we're at at the moment. And hopefully I'll get to share some of those thoughts with Bill tomorrow. A couple comments from the uh, locals community and uh, then we got a cold close for you. Talway says, Gavin Palpatine gruesome. Yes, Palpatine. I feel like if I had to choose to like spend the weekend with either Palpatine or uh, Newsom, it's Palpatine for sure. Like he's got electricity out of his hands. He's got that laugh. It's kind of infectious, no doubt. Tony says, I hope that Dave and the crew have valid U.S. passports because they'll be going to the third world and we'll need them to get back into the real USA. You bring in your passport because it's true. We're going, this is like, we're going deep under. You know what I mean? This is like predator level. Margo says, does anyone else wonder whether these people actually know the definitions of the words that they use? You know, that's a good one because it, they get so many things wrong. They, they call everybody all of these things. They, they have, which, you know, when uh, Sonny Hostin says, okay, Ron DeSantis is a fascist. 
it means nothing in her brain, right? The, the sort of loose base version of fascism, that corporate power and governmental power will be working together to put you, the little man, down, like the supreme power. These two, these two big things will combine and they will control you. That would be like a very simple explanation of it. And he, okay, get, Ron DeSantis is just a fascist. You got that, that. It's like, it just means nothing. But what it, Gavin Newsom's hands, God, she's gross. People, we are going to be live streaming from the NASDAQ floor on Thursday, uh, 10 a.m. So the show will be an hour earlier. I'll have just dung, ding. I'm going to go, God, gosh darn, ding the bell. And uh, it's going to be pretty cool. Tomorrow uh, is a Q&A for you that we're going to pre-tape for you right now. Uh, also, next week we've got, oh no, is it next week or this week, Tim Scott? We're doing it. We're doing it this week. We'll do it live. Uh, Senator from South Carolina, Tim Scott, is on the show. And uh, good things are happening. Good things are happening, people. All right, we leave you with the elderly man pretending to be president. And so, folks, I will take care of this. I will end this. I will make sure we have a plan. I'm not going to shut down the economy. I'm going to shut down the. Not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm not going to shut down the economy. I'm not going to shut down the country. But I'm going to shut down the virus. 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 220,000 Americans dead. You hear nothing else I say tonight. Hear this. Look, there is no federal solution. This gets solved at a state level. Anyone who's responsible for that many deaths should not remain as president of the United States of America. If you're vaccinated, you can be around the vaccinated or unvaccinated people. We're going to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated co-workers. The choice is yours. You all made this possible. This is not about freedom or personal choice. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Rubin Report Direct Message. We're live on Rumble, Blaze TV, and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Don't forget to review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. And if you're looking for early and exclusive content, you can join me on Locals at rubenreport.locals.com.